And we're we're starting. To and we're back <laughs> as as far as like being back, meaning that we're gonna start. pretty good at that right yeah. yeah you got the timing down i feel like i got the timing i down. mean it's been over a year now yeah no one I, i've not had this exact oh, setup yeah, for true. over a year thank you we did not have cody going a pilot podcast on any yeah. like for like the first like 10 episodes yeah happy halloween happy halloween it's spooky time it's spooky season and it's the second annual halloween special special event yeah so if you guys are new to this podcast generally what we do is we record we review a pilot of a tv show and then tell you based on the pilot where they should keep watching but considering this is a holiday special what we did is we picked out each of us one of our favorite halloween episodes of a standard show so you know if you like watch sitcom there's like a halloween themed episodes you know i don't i, I can't think of any like in particular right now but tons of popular ones slutty pumpkin how i met your mother kind of shit um, so we picked out three. Each of us picked out our own, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun to talk about. Who are we? Yeah, me too. I'm excited for this one. Um, oh, yeah. I'm I'm Ferrani. I'm Cody slash CL. Uh, I am. Hold on, let me check the LA Style Magazine article. My name. Oh is, my god! Mm, there he on. is. I flexing. hadn't heard that before. Let's see here. Give me one second, guys. Just continue on. I'll flexing around. Just give me one second. <laughs> I'll figure it out. Just give me a second. Oh, yeah? Okay. It's okay. Give me time to pull up Wikipedia. Yeah, you know, that's a good idea. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about some good episodes today. We actually just are, like, super fresh on the first one. We're going to talk about Glee. We literally all just watched it together, and it's about to be a time. Oh, goodness. We're going to watch. We're going to talk about the um, Glee episode. I have the episodes written down. Um, this one My is name is Rocky. Logan Tyler. I'm, uh, I'm, I host... Oh my Crosscut God. Cinema podcast, it. as well as this podcast, a pilot podcast. You that found it. You should like buried, bookmark. I guess. Yeah, I was like bookmark it. Well, the issue is, is I had it on Twitter, which you should follow me, uh, Twitter.com/slash/LastLaughLogan. Oh um, but I had it pinned on Twitter. I remembered that. Well, you might as well, because if Facebook goes down again, then there's always Twitter. Ah, Facebook. Facebook. Oh, the Zuck. You mother Zucker. <laughs> Do you want me Wait, to- is that real that the Glee episode and the office, office episode are both season two, episode five? Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, would you well, like yeah, to- we're going to talk about Glee season two, episode five. Uh, Cody will take I, us yeah. off from there. Richard uh, Renee was ill. Oh, God. The Rocky Horror Glee Show is the fifth episode of the second season of the American television series Glee and the 27th episode overall. It was written by Ryan Murphy from a story by Murphy and Tom Tim Wollaston, directed by Adam Shankman. It was premiered on October 26, 2010 on Fox Network. The episode features the Glee Club paying tribute to the 1973 musical The Rocky Horror Show with elements of its 1975 film adaption The Rocky Horror Picture Show by staging it as a school musical. While cheerleading coach Sue Sylvester, Jane Lynch attempts to sabotage the production, Glee Club director, Will Schuster, Matthew Morrison, dwells on his feelings for guidance counselor, Emma Pillsbury, Jama Mays, and club members, Finn, Sam, Finn and Sam, deal with their body images. And that is the shebang. Yeah, so if uh, around like this time last year, maybe like a couple of weeks, you know, you know, we're like a couple of weeks away from the year anniversary of it, but we reviewed Glee on this very channel. Um, so if you want to find our 
thoughts on like the overall show, you can listen to that video. I'll link it in the description. But what are your thoughts on this particular episode, guys? I this was my pick. Um, I love this episode. Well, actually, I kind of I kind of stole it from Cody. So Cody texted two different picks that he liked, and he was like, "I'm not sure what to do." I was like, "Wait a second, I know what I want to do now." <laughs> but um, <clears throat> I think this is one of the best episodes of Glee. It is ridiculous. Wow, I I really like all this episode has to say to me I that's not like, a high bar so I'll yeah exactly <laughs> glee is great that is a high bar okay um but yeah this episode is basically about um emma's emma just got like recently obsessed with um rocky horror picture show due to her boyfriend carl the dentist played by john stamos guys it's time for, i want to pose a question before you continue because i thought of the question off the pod and i want to make sure i saved it yeah. for the pod all right. You're Emma Pillsbury, right? You're like obsessed with cleaning. You have small little hands. Which one are you laying your hands on? Uh, old John Stamos or Matthew Morrison? If you only had to, if you had to pick mm. one. Wow. John Stamos. Matthew Morrison. I knew it'd be two different answers. Explain your points of view. Um, I've thought John <laughs> Stamos was so hot ever since I was a child watching Full House. I've always, I've always had a crush on John Stamos. He will always have my heart. I like a man with a perm. <laughs> also, I didn't watch Full House like ever. I grew up in a household. With oh, cable. we know what we're going to review oh, yeah, on this pod we now. Too. Full I... House was my comfort show. Oh, okay. That was my favorite show ever. Um, it was my first comfort show before Gilmore Girls came into my life. Now that is my comfort show. I mean, but me this show, I, we, I actually like had it like taped on um, VHSs and watched <laughs> it like on my TV too. Full House is great, but that's besides the point. We're talking about Glee today. Another one of my favorites. So Glee is weird because uh, I don't know why, but ever since um, Naya Rivera passed away, yeah, haven't been able to go back and watch it. I get that. It's 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 hard with the Corey Monteith of it all, and then exactly Naya Rivera. And it's not hard with Mark, whatever his name is. I could yeah. care less that he's dead. Yeah. Well, he was hard. That was his problem. Um, Yikes! <laughs> sorry, but um, it's just I a had, little gut wrenching. Yeah, I was just like. I, don't want to go back and god what is it with it? that mic stand every podcast it happens to somebody i don't know franny can you tighten yeah, it I'll let's, tighten let's it. pause real fast okay it. guys pause. yeah halloween <laughs> wow well yeah okay back to glee thanks for the redirect we're back into the spooky spooky time <laughs> but yeah okay so this is the rocky horror picture show episode i love this episode it's hilarious but um so the plot Emma is like starting to pretty much get better from her OCD a little bit. Like Will Will Schuster, the creepiest teacher of all time. Because leading up to this point in the first season, yeah. I mean, we're just going to give some spoilers. Yeah. Here. Spoilers for Glee. Oh no. Um, anyway, I'm sure everybody is like so concerned. Um, if you haven't watched it already, you're never yeah. going to watch it, but uh, not the point. Um, so leading up to this point, he had just gotten like, he just left his ex-wife and he like went after what's her face but he was so fresh emma. From the, yeah emma but he was so fresh from his divorce that he was like a bad person to be with and then she ended up finding somebody else in the meantime our good old friend carl the dentist who's played yeah. by john stamos and what he's what what will's noticing and feeling insecure about is that this dude's really good for her he's getting her to like get over some of her ocd which by the way is not how ocd works yeah and, you uh, don't just go to rocky <laughs> horror picture show will not cure your ocd if anything you're just gonna go home and take like eight baths yeah probably like, um and i used to and i used to do rocky horror so i know okay i know how gross it is there like, i would go home and do that, eight baths like, 
had a mental breakdown because gum was on her shoe. Like Rocky Horror Picture Show did not cure her. She, uh, according to the plot, and fu- some fucking Doctor Carl did. According to the show, she went to a a, a butchery or not a butchery, uh, uh, a a cattle like. What is it? It was a like a farm. A farm. And she fell in mud. To, no, she fell into the cattle runoff. Oh yeah, as a kid, uh, like the blood mm-hmm. and guts and everything. Okay, I always thought it was just shit. Which is a legitimate way that I could see somebody forming OCD. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you're drowning in cow guts and shit, you might actually not be, be a little be okay fucked up after that. that. Yeah. Um, or at least if you have OCD, it'll definitely bring out the worst in it. Um, so yeah. He's starting to get all jealous because he's like, oh my God, this guy who's clearly more handsome than me is also better at like dating <laughs> and my as OCD a dentist, girlfriend. Not just a and fucking glee teacher. And as a dentist. A teacher, a white Spanish has teacher. Money. Has money. Good His teeth. haircut's questionable, but good for the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you can tell a show is aged. Yeah. Just like, nope, the hair when, it, when you're just like, God, he, you know, kind of looks like friar brooks you know he looks <laughs> he looks a little bit like a monk who's taken some kind of vow but his vow was to be sexy mm-hmm. but, i mean um, it worked sure Still. why not i mean i know because you're the one who said you would totally go with a Jean- john stamos and not oh, a well, matthew yeah. morrison it's john stamos is I, it? <laughs> <laughs> it it is okay <laughs> um and so he's like you know what she likes rocky horror i'm gonna use my disenfranchised barely getting arts and schools children <laughs> to try to fuck this teacher i work with yikes class act psychotic and the way i'm gonna do that is by having them reveal themselves sexually to me in a bunch of odd situations and and weird yeah. circumstances like walking down the hallway in your tidy whities or having literal nut slips in your gold little shorts it's definitely not a school appropriate play but to put it no. this way when i did rocky horror the guy who directed it would ask me all the time if i was okay that's good. All that the makes time. sense. And you All were the a teen. Time. I was a teen. I was the youngest person there for a while. Wow. Um, but it wasn't associated with your school, which is like not no. okay that way. Like- not like, at all. This is not realistic. I wasn't even allowed Legally. to promote. I was I was president of the drama club. What up, Tassie McKay, if you're listening, baby. Um, But I was the president of the drama club. I wasn't even allowed to promote it at school. Wow. Oh, that really? doesn't surprise me. I mean, that's not what school is for. <laughs> you know, this feels a little I mean, not not risky. to this. This is, this is about... Okay, so I'm sorry if I'm going on my Rocky Horse. Like, I feel like you're the early. most Rocky Horror um, educated person in the room. Yeah, so. But Mr. Green, the guy who put on Rocky Horror and stuff, would always say, like, you know, before Pride, this is where people and outcasts got to go to. So it, it's 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 a very adult thing. Yeah. Um, and I think it's important for kids to know about this stuff. But I think that Rocky Horror was the goal of it was to purposefully push the boundaries. And I think that in a lot of ways, it it did things out of a shock factor that are still in terms shocking for children to be a part of. And I think it's appropriate to be like, you can see Rocky Horror. You can participate in things like Rocky Horror outside of school, especially when you're an adult. But I don't think that you should spend time in school solely on the fact that if you want to get kids involved in the arts, you're not going to choose the most like devastatingly different musical that's super revealing and could be considered embarrassing to people who are trying like musical theater for the first time. You want to give them something that's attachable and easy, like Grease or something like, you know, a kid's more likely to play teen angel than he is. Dr. Frankenfurter. (laughs) Just saying. It's also triggering. It can be. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean the, it's a, there's so much sexual violence Mm -hmm. and I feel like people, I mean, time warp is like the song about just like, you know, sexual assault and disassociation like that's the point of the song yep yeah. so to put it in a kid's 
music to put it in like a high school production i think is troublesome to say the least i agree um especially with how much with how much sex i was like shown in doing the play like myself at like you know outside like yeah on I your own time I, I with got, parental consent. but i also but i also got i got in i mean i literally had inappropriate moments with people that i couldn't avoid Wow. and yeah. like people who are drunk at the show but still it's like if that's the kind of thing that this kind of show leads to it is generally more adult and i think it's okay to say that some things are adult and some things are for kids definitely yeah. if you want to put on a show about like you know the, you know rights of like you know lgbtq community members you could do rent you could do there's so many more yeah you could do so many more it doesn't have to be rocky horror to yeah. be inclusive this is like <laughs> at one point it did but not anymore this is like the only episode of glee where i agree with um sue sylvester <laughs> trying to get this production not to happen or at least trying to expose that like it shouldn't have happened yeah i definitely get it it's a cultural moment in yeah. itself but i just i agree that there's a time and a place for exposing your kids to not the lgbtq community but as a like sexual community yeah. yeah, I think the other thing with this, too, is, like, it is a lot of, like, I mean, if you think about Touch Me, right, that mm-hmm. song is an orgy song. I mean, that is the that is the purposed idea of it's somebody who's uh, prude and pent up sexually who just starts having sexual acts with people because she enjoys have sex. Yeah, that's fine. Great. Not for kids. And probably shouldn't <laughs> have two teachers perform it with two students. That's I mean, probably, it was really sexy. Yeah. Though. When they performed it with each other, those two teachers. Pretty good. Holy yeah. shit, This bro. episode gets spicy. It gets sexy, bro. It's good. But yeah, okay. So he, <laughs> um, Will decides to use his drama club to like basically get in Emma's pants and like get alone time with Emma. And um, um, yeah, and they end up doing the uh, Touch Me song like we were just talking yeah. about together because he kind of like coerces her into uh being a part of it he like gets her to do the costumes and um good old boy john stamos auditions for eddie what's interesting about the depiction of rocky horror in the show is that the reason the play is being put on has nothing to do with the inherent ideas or lessons you can yeah. get from rocky horror or which you fandom. think because it's glee you yeah think they would take that right route, they, they could have but, but other than that i think that they did a pretty good job paying homage to it i know there's a lot of hardcore rocky fans who are like this is bullshit like that was the worst <laughs> thing ever um you know I, I think that if you're gonna make it like super accessible to like the the wide audience that it could be accessible to i think lee's a cool way to do it i you know they had meatloaf literally on it they had the guy who played brad i always forget his name on it yeah um you know, they paid a lot of homage to like what it is. So yeah. I respect what they made out of it, but it is kind of bad. Like the episode yeah. is as a whole is kind of bad, but I think musically it's pretty strong. I really yeah. like the episode. I think it says some good things. I like how at the end it wasn't okay for them to put it on as a school production. No, but they did though. Just not for people. They, did they it spent for themselves. So, they spent all this money on production design and then did it for themselves. They made a pulley system and we're like, we're not going to do it. Yeah. They made we're a gold shirt for a kid who only wore it around his friends. <laughs> God. <laughs> Didn't even think of that. It's rough. Um, I'll say I agree. This episode is kind of bad. It's not great, but I really enjoyed the music what glee does is that it has some incredibly talented vocalists i mean what they, they what they really pretty well. much did is they they added more pop to it and that's cool yeah. like like john stamos's hot patootie was so much fun and i really loved 
the time warp like kind of chorus like big group number because that's not the way that song operates in, in the film no, but it cut me to the bone that they cut the magenta stuff how dare you i mean you know there's they had to make an inclusive group number though it's fucking glee everybody comes together and they sing like my comical romance or something at the end of the episode <laughs> they did do that they yeah, did they did sing, sing. <laughs> and it was like what the fuck are we doing here why did why did Gerard Way let that happen? Oh I think they're all wearing like plaid jumpsuits. You know what? He, <laughs> he, he, the best, right? he won't let like he won't let any movie use my chemical romance shit. But he's like Lee. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he can we can Let's sing it, it to the boys. I love We Lee. can sing it to the girls. <laughs> we can sing it to the whole world. Oh Lord. Um we're getting off topic a little bit. Uh so yeah, I think that um you know, the opening was like really cool. I love the fact that they picked uh, Naya Rivera. Is that her name? Yeah. They picked her to do like the opening song. She, was she the lips. fucking ripped it. Like she was she great. She nailed it. She nailed it. Nailed it. This episode, a lot of like two singers that don't usually get to shine as much on the show got to her and um, Amber Riley. Yeah, I mean, Mercedes. she gets the kind shine, of. but I think you're right. She got to be the the lead in something. Yeah. The lead, yeah. Which was kind of Cody's That's whole why, thing like, he was charting. I know you guys yeah. say this episode's bad, but this is one of my favorite episodes of Glee. No, I get it. It's like... It's, and I like what it says about, like, body image and stuff. Like, it actually talks about, like, guys having insecurities, which a lot of shows don't. And a lot yeah. of it's, it's teenage campy, depictions of stuff don't. It's campy, and it's easily accessible. I think yeah. you could not watch any of the show and still watch this special yeah and yeah you, you need to love the characters or at least know the characters no no i think mm. you could watch this on its own my, you think my, so? my, my point is is like it's it, it almost feels like they were trying to do like an after school special version of rocky yes, horror that's exactly because what it, it they didn't they they nailed the songs and they nailed the idea of like where it's probably inappropriate to do it at a school but they forgot like the most important parts i think that's <laughs> where like my disconnect is because i don't really know rocky horror as like it's like Rocky thing. Horror is camp through and through. Yeah, like, like I've I've seen it, mm -hmm. but I don't remember it. It was years ago with you, and like, it would have meant more to me if they had more than two scenes talking about audience interaction. Mm -hmm. Like I would have liked if they had set up a version of it that was like a sing along, mm -hmm. mixed with like some sort of audience interaction for people who are watching it when it came out. I think they should have made it more an event because the number one thing about Rocky Horror, the thing that defeats everything else isn't necessarily the film and like the past it's had. It's the people who put on these productions now, whether it be just in a movie theater and you just like scream out like quotes during the movie and throw shit or whether you have actual live performers there. I think that the performance aspect, considering the show is about kids performing, they lacked the part where it was like, this is crowd work 101. This is crowd work the movie. Mm, yeah. This is inside jokes the movie. Yeah, that would have been cool to they see They didn't do any of, of it any of it they only mentioned the toast thing with the sue sylvester scene and that was a funny scene i admit like when they're <laughs> like they were so outraged that i brought my my sister who's disabled to rocky horror that they threw toast at us Hilarious. and like if you know rocky horror when they say toast everybody throws bread at the audience yeah um and also like you know when frankenfurter's floating in the pool everybody starts raising their hands and yelling waiter waiter there's a faggot in my soup <laughs> and that's just like a part of it and none of that was incorporated and that's the stuff that people really remember when they go to those shows. Not necessarily like, oh, that music number was great. Not that they aren't. Yeah. I'm just saying, and, and it, it'd be like, it's kind of like how they made Cats, the movie, and they forgot the most important part about Cats. It has nothing to do with the music or the costumes and everything to do with the audience interaction. Really? Mm -hmm. Huh. That I guess, didn't have this. I guess just like not being from the musical theater world, I don't get it. Like but this show's supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. This show 
yeah, it, it's different. It, it should have. It should have done it right if it was going to do At it. At least some stuff. But the Especially music was good. Especially with Meatloaf in it and everything. Like, yeah. they could have done something cooler. Definitely. Um, and then, like, you know, I was a little pissed that John Stamos got a real motorcycle because I had a tricycle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was your role. You were Eddie. I was Eddie. I just, I just like the Eddie's. Yeah, Eddie was Eddie's the best part because you have one song, you get the fucking it's a blowout, everybody loves it, and then you promptly die and you don't have to do any more anything else. All the efforts out of the window. And you were everybody's favorite part. <laughs> it's the best. It's the best role okay, for the if, dudes. If you had to cast me and Cody in Rocky Horror. Oh god. Okay. If I had to cast you guys in Rocky Horror, cast you guys in Glee. Like yeah, Rocky Horror. Okay. Do Rocky Horror first. All right. <laughs> so if I was gonna cast you guys in Rocky Horror, I would probably go with Franny would definitely be a magenta, hundred percent. I don't know any of her roles, but or any of her songs. Or Just anything, like a snarky, sassy bitch. I mean, Time of. Warp. Time oh, that's her song. song. Oh, the the and one who has like the the crazy yeah. skirt and like the big hair. Yeah, Quinn's character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quinn Wait, am Naya. I mixing up the names? Hold on. Am magenta I, am, was Quinn and Naya. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let me make sure I'm big afro made outfit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's magenta. Yeah, I like I like that. I wish I love um, Diana. Argon, I don't. By the way, so I don't mean I the the roles in the play. I meant the roles in Glee. I was trying oh. to be accurate. Yeah, uh, yeah. That yes, exactly. Okay, so yeah. I thought we were saying roles in the play. No, I know those. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'd say you're magenta, and then I think that Cody's either. It depends. It depends on what you'd be comfortable doing. Oh God. It, it really would. Best? I'm open. It really would because I could see if you like could get Cody to do anything you wanted him to do. Be really good riffraff, honestly. I'm down because he's he's got just like, like you can sometimes you include like an evil giggle in statements, and that's a riffraffism. That is a riffraffism. Which one's riffraff? I don't know the the, the, the butler with Kurt? like the crazy hair. Oh, I hair. love that. Yeah. Yes, for sure. The um, sass. But I, could, I feel like that character also has a lot of sass. But if it was a switch night, I would beg people to make you Janet though, <laughs> because you have the voice for Janet, where it's like you can go from like a mousy speaking voice to like really really great singing voice all in like one sitting so i would definitely be like a switch night janet but you're totally like a long-term riffraff 100 percent. who am i on a switch night brad (laughs) trying to think here can i I just be cody's brad probably go with dr scott dr scott (laughs) (laughs) what does he do uh he's a he's in a wheelchair oh or the criminologist oh because you, Sue's character? you're like you know you got like a managerial kind of style yeah, i feel I can, like you can I yell can at people bitch. that could be interesting and i feel like people would find you like interesting to cut away from like you're explaining everything that's happening so it's like the scene's going on and it cuts to you with like a mustache and glasses and you're like slapping <laughs> the table i I'd love, love that that'd be everything who were you on switch nights again I would be everybody. I did. I did Janet because the thing with our switch nights is we would switch every scene. So I, I, I was Janet at one point in the tidy white, like in the bra and the panties, and that mm-hmm. was pretty crazy. And uh, hot. Do you yeah. have photos or? I don't have any photos. I oh. can't find any photos, but okay, they're gonna, out there somewhere. I'm sure. I was gonna leak them, but okay. Hey, anybody I'll out there listening that knows Logan, if you got photos they, of this, you I weren't allowed. To, you weren't allowed to take <laughs> pictures during it, but we probably had cast photos somewhere. Um, oh, really? Okay. But I did that for Switch Night, so I did Janet. I I've done Frankenfurter before. That was really awful and scary and fishnetty. That that sounds awful. Like that sounds like a nightmare to be honest. But it's also kind of cool because people know it's gonna everything's gonna suck. Yeah. So you kind of like just like but play into the whole thing where I'm like I'm a straight male in high heels and fishnets right now. Like, can everybody <laughs> give me a break? 
You know, kind of do. Gams look good though. They didn't. Ooh. They looked oh. really. I looked rather pink. I looked like Majin Buu. <laughs> <laughs> You just come in walking like Peppa Pig. I looked, actually, do you, have you seen the end of the SpongeBob SquarePants movie when Patrick has his fishnets on? Those are my yes. legs. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, anything else we want to say about Rocky Horror Gleek Show? Yeah. What Gleek character are you? Have we already done this? When I, we don't, did I don't know, but, but we I, should do it we again. We should do an update. We can always update. It's we been, we can't, been a while. We can't fuck them. It's been a while. Because they're technically teenagers. Well, you could do the teachers if you want to. I mean, um, it seems like the teachers are always willing because these people are just... And that's why I'm I definitely... I'd fuck Ken Tanaka for sure. Yeah. Oh. He really wants... Like, he'd, be, he'd be grateful he, for it. He will be so grateful and buy me so much shit. I mean, he was he was spending all of his extra money trying to please this woman. Yeah. So Ken Tanaka definitely could be... Could get it because he'd buy me something really cool. You know, I would, I'd still do Will because then I could pretend to be pregnant and he'll just drop everything for me. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I could see Coach Beast because she's so caring. Someone to, someone to take care of me as well as Beast. when I get old. She's not, oh, are you talking she's about not in this episode, kill? is she? What? No, no, she's not. She's in that season. But she's That's in that season. season. She starts. Yeah. I think the next episode has never been kissed. It's weird that I said I wanted to fuck both the gym teachers. Anyway. Um, <laughs> he's, he's got a type. Good thing I never had Mr. Swank as a gym teacher. Oh God! I can say that. Ooh. Those of you know, I do want to say before we move on, what I really liked about this episode was Logan kind of brought it up earlier. I was so incredibly mad that they have someone like Amber Riley at their disposal and they don't use her enough. And so I was in- incredibly psyched when they chose her as being Frank Converter. And, and then that. what's kind of wild about that character too is like <laughs> they really treat like that spot as like soulful black singer in our group because yeah. the moment she disappears, don't they introduce another per- like a someone who's trans? Um, oh, um, unique, unique. They introduce mm-hmm. unique the season that what's her face is going away. And then that person instantly joins their glee club. Yeah. She was part of like a rival glee club and, Vocal then she adrenaline. Joins, and then she joins next year when amber graduates yeah. it, it just seems kind of silly to me well they need the vocal powerhouse so i get and, and, it but, but like but I don't. like there's got to be like why can't there be multiple vocal vocal powerhouses like it agreed. is with real choirs agreed um and also why is it that people ignore like like they would get, they would give parts to the rachel character that did not suit her voice at all yep. yeah just because and i'm not just talking about parts in their place i mean literally like she would sing group songs have the solo in it and i'd be like oh my fucking god why her <laughs> yep like naya rivera has has a way more soulful yeah. voice amber riley river deep mountain high that they do together mm-hmm. it's amber and naya and it is one of the best songs glee has ever done and actually, the other song I'll say is Smooth Criminal, and it's Grant Gustin and Naya Rivera. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, yeah. And two celloists. And two celloists. Exactly. <laughs> so good. I just know that a lot of people were complaining we didn't talk about the music at all in our first. Oh, we didn't talk about the our, music at we all in Glee? We, can talk, okay, we, we, we have some. Me and, me and Cody can talk about the music, and Franny can agree. I can't. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm spectate kidding. from a distance. No, you understand what you like. You understand yeah. the songs yeah. you like. Okay, so let's talk about a little bit of the music in this episode then. Yeah. Um. So science fiction double feature. Pretty good. The ba- probably the best one. Oh, I disagree. Um, except for maybe like Amber Riley's like her deal that was pretty great. 
But um, the thing with Touch Me and the reason why it's my favorite That's, yep. is because it is the closest to the source material while still giving it like a pop edge. And it mm-hmm. and it has um, she she makes a great Janet. Yeah, she, she yeah she makes a great Janet. She's she would, amazing. If I was like casting one, I would definitely not cast John Stamos. I'd probably go with Jack Black as Eddie. <laughs> um, guess he would be incredible in that oh, role. Yeah. If you had to pick one of the Glee kids though from that group, who to, would be the one to be cast as to Eddie? Be Eddie. Um, probably Puck, right? Like that's the obvious choice. That's why they didn't have but him in Puck's the episode. Handsome. It, but, but the thing is, the, the thing is, is yeah. all those kids are handsome. That's a problem. Really? Dude, think of, <laughs> name an ugly kid in that group. I, I will plead the fifth. There isn't one. Amber Riley. Everybody says like Amber Riley's the frumpy one. Dude, I would. She I could think get she's it. Gorgeous. She could get it, bro. Yeah. Like no questions asked. She's so pretty. Interesting. The hundred percent. And uh, no, I agree. There, um, I saw a, pi- I saw a picture of her. And, uh, Sorry, I, have the- to say I saw a picture of her at like one big like art thing, and she had these giant fake acrylic nails. And I was like, yeah, I would fuck that Edward Scissorhand <laughs> looking lady. I'm seeing oh what my she God, looks like. That's now. hilarious. <laughs> Let's see. Here. She probably looks exactly the same. Yeah, no, I she, follow her on um like Instagram. I, I know that she, she did music same. and she acted on the Crazy Ex Girlfriend show. Yeah, she's so pretty. <laughs> yeah, this so so wild. yeah, you tell me which kid's frumpy enough to be that. You tell me which mm. the only one I would maybe say is like, oh, I guess if you if Artie doesn't want to be in a wheelchair. I was gonna say maybe Artie. But he's still handsome. Like well, he's, he's handsome, but I was saying I feel like Eddie has to be like Puck could probably get away on his looks. I feel like you have to have a personality too if you want to play Eddie. Mm. And that was kind of what I was saying, was that maybe he's the obvious choice, but just the worst not. casting is is um is the Finn character as Brad. Because Brad's an unlikable douche. Oh, Brad. And whenever I watch Glee, I hate Finn the least. Like, yeah. I, I really kind of dig that character. Um, except for when he's being an asshole, but there's moments like that for all the characters. You were saying Mr. She would be a good Brad. Mr. She, because he's a douche. Yeah. Because if they were to make him Brad in this episode, it would have made sense because he's an unlikable douche. And that's like the number one thing about Brad is like, Brad's a douche, Janet's a bitch. Like, everybody knows that. <laughs> everybody knows that. And later, whore. And we love that for her. We love that change that she made. We love a character. And then Brad turns into a cuck. Because <laughs> Rocky and all of their friends fuck her right in front of him. It's great. Don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we'll come back with... And I'm pretty sure Brad fucks Frankenfurter too, but I, I don't know if I remember that correctly. <laughs> oh, God. I don't remember. It's been a while since I've seen it, and it's been a while since... And when I performed it, it was like... The movie would be playing behind us, and during those scenes, nobody's on stage. That was like when everybody's getting water. Um, you know, we're not going to pretend to fuck each other in beds. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Lame. Uh, we're going to come back with The Office next, right? Yep. We didn't rate this. Oh, no, yeah. That's true. This is, as far as like Halloween specials and Glee episodes, I love this one. I'm going to give this like a nine out of 10. This is so great. I love this. John Stamos is in it. Everything's perfect. I'm going to say six and a half. (laughs) I think that I love it. That's so funny. I think like, I really love the music. I really love just the fact that they did Rocky. There's some parts that are questionable, but there are some really like great funny moments. Like there's a part where Becky goes, now give me a chocolate bar or I will cut you bitch. And I'm like, yeah, that that's great. I like when John Stamos was like, now it's okay to wear a bustier, you know, like in the privacy of the room. Yeah, this, episode, <laughs> this episode is so quippy and like the pacing is great. I love this episode. I don't know about the pacing being great, but yeah, yeah pacing's kind of what there, takes me out of there's, it. There's such a long period of time in the middle where there's no music mm-hmm. and they really front load the music because they're like, what, the, how the fuck 
do we do this? So they go from science fiction double feature straight into there's light right away. And the reason for that is like, they don't know how to fit all the music into the episode. My argument is if you can't fit it all in one episode, maybe you make it a longer fucking episode or do two episodes. Yeah. That's have it. them both in October. Yeah. That's what I thought they should do is they should have all the behind the scenes drama and then maybe do a full episode as like the quote unquote musical. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to see that. That would have been good. Yeah. What do you rate it? Logan? Halloween. Um, <laughs> I'm going to rate it. Uh, I think it's, I think it's a, a nice little fun thing. If you're a Rocky fan, you shouldn't take it too seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, I would give it a six out of ten. Yeah, Valerie, right. we're gonna pause and come back with the office. Real quick, before we get into the office, we just paused and realized we're not quite done talking about Glee. <laughs> Halloween. It's a real horror movie, guys. We're still going. <laughs> no, but we all had something we all wanted to talk about and didn't. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know about all wanted to, but I felt like it was necessary. Yeah, to say. we talked about. Yeah. We we talked about it while we were watching the episode. Exactly. Anyways, Which, we could just get to it. Go ahead. We we wanted to give a shout out to like Corey Monteith and that whole storyline with body image. Because yeah. as a chubby fat person, I one hundred percent related to being like, Oh, I wear a shirt in the shower. <laughs> like I wear a swim shirt to the pool. And it's an interesting dialogue about the culture switch too, where mm-hmm. like I feel like pre the internet it was a lot of men always objectifying women and that never changing Mm -hmm. and then i think with the birth of the internet like the show even talks about um i think that that culture has kind of switched where now men are so easily objectified and it's also something we don't talk about as being an issue at all even though there are probably people out there who feel that yeah i kind of mentioned that earlier it's a weird dynamic that's one of the bonuses i give this episode and why it's one of my favorites like you do not see representation like that in media directed at teens or directed at young adults like now was it, it kind of bad like still no. sort of it was, it was great bit. the San, the santana and britney comments before they do damn it cringy cringy like the you can't eat sloppy joe's funny, and then you get away with it but cringy Hilarious. <laughs> it's funny out of the context of trying to pass a real message yeah but when you add in that like ryan murphy was like poor finn i'm like well no that's funny <laughs> that's funny though and i don't yeah. want to feel bad for him for that yeah and why are you trying to make a joke if you want me to feel bad for him for that? Because I find that shit incredibly funny. I feel like <laughs> and it makes me want to see his like tubby shitty body. His even soft more. shitty body. And it's not even that bad of a body. It's not. It's he's, not. He's, he's just in shape. He's clearly oh, yeah, too he tall. Can, he can get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely too tall. Like his torso, it feels like his legs took half the space of his torso. You know what I mean? He's got long but that, legs. But you that's, 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 how, tall, that's how tall men look though. They have like that weird thing going on and you know what daddy long legs clearly like clearly he was a total sexy beast because he got cast in a show that's filled with only beautiful people so that must mean he's a beautiful person which is true um i will say was r.i.p um i will say that i (laughs) i really wanted to talk about his suspension and how mr figgins was like i'm considering a one-month suspension for him walking down in his like his shape ups and his underwear. I'm like, no, I, I was like, I would have it's like, like, it's for the shoes. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no more new balances. He's we're, like, we're listen, done with this. are you a dad? No more new balances, dude. <laughs> you know, you are not allowed to wear glasses unless you have a prescription. Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. No. Uh, and yeah. And then they made the comment about like how one, how Santana pants Brittany or whatever. And basically her puss was out, which is a crazy thing to yeah, say. Yeah, and that like that was fine because it was yeah. in celebration. 
<laughs> and like the thing is too is like sometimes like just from like a drama club standpoint you do be, get put into ridiculous costumes at yeah. times um but everybody also knows that like walking around the halls is like not cool because you're just drawing attention to yourself and making the drama club look like a bunch of irresponsible children so i say to that he pr- he should have just been kicked out of the play he shouldn't get suspended though i mean it's a fucking costume yeah like bruh like the cheerleaders come on there's they're what they're wearing on the show every week is skimpier than his fucking underwear oh yeah definitely I mean, if he was they're wearing that his nuts would be underwear. hanging out both sides yeah for sure to and fro. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh so we'll see you at the office <laughs> hey guys it's cl i just wanted to come on and say that i have a brand new album it's coming out on october 22nd and if you're hearing this that means it's out now um it's called scorpio i'm super excited about it it's something very different very experimental for me it's entirely just based on stories that i've written or real life experiences or people that i know and i really hope you guys like it uh it has songs big night in on it and also my brand new song scorpio which i'm really excited about uh if you are interested you can listen to it on all streaming platforms wherever you get your music at you can find it there uh thanks so much And we're back. I almost almost had everyone muted. Wow. Wow. What a podcast. Would have been a better one. (laughs) Probably. Maybe some people would say. How did that video go? I'm just wondering. Oh, yeah. We're filming some stuff for uh, CL's vlogs. Vlogs. Yeah, vlogs. Go subscribe to my channel. I would like a username, please. Yeah. (laughs) Guys, like, it's great you wouldn't subscribe to my channel. I'm like, don't stop doing that. But also, Cody's channel, though, CL Blue. It's a uh, it's Liddy Liddy with all the vlogs you want, baby. Yeah, I just did a Gen Con vlog, so you can like watch my experience there. I know and we had a fan that commented, and I left a really funny comment that I want everyone to read. Yeah, they made nice. fun of me falling down the stairs. Hilarious, um, <laughs> you know, just normal things for us. <laughs> <laughs> you fell down the stairs. Yeah, anyway, what a loser. <laughs> oh man, I wish you would have got it on video. That would have been way better. There, I did a short <laughs> film recently. Uh, shout out to our boy Ian, cousin ooh, Ian. Ooh. Uh, we we did a short movie. I did it for like his like I was an actor in a short movie for his school thing, and he has footage of me eating shit and like falling <laughs> down. And I, he might have emailed this to me already, but if he didn't, I'm totally gonna get that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put that somewhere. Yes, I'm gonna that, put that falling scene somewhere. Patreon content, it's, baby, make these people pay. I, I mean, I ate shit, people. I fell over a boot scoot, as it's called. Nice. Anyway, and there's a dog in my ass. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. Let's talk about what we were actually gonna talk about, though. So we're gonna talk about The Office today, and the episode is Halloween, the fifth episode of the second season and the eleventh overall. It was written by Greg Daniels and directed by Paul Feig or Feig, sorry. Uh, it aired on October 18th, 2005, was viewed by 8 million people, and follows Michael's escapades as he has to let someone go due to downsizing. What is this episode called? Halloween. Halloween? It's just called Halloween? Yep. Huh. Is it the first Halloween episode they do? Yes, it is. Wow, okay. The first season's only six episodes. Mm, yeah, true. And bad. Mm, yeah, yeah. I you agree can kind of just skip it and start it. I agree with two. That. 
I think that they were trying too hard to be a UK office at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this episode, what, what do I have to say about it? I don't know. Um, what do you have to say about it? Let me see here. It, because I feel like nobody else is talking about it. I love um, this episode. I'm I think this is another dog, great sorry. episode. I think this is one of the better, like, actually written episodes. Yeah, for sure. Where it's such an interesting and, like, funny concept, something as small as, like, a bad boss trying to fire somebody at the end of the day. And then they have all these antics that come in from all these different characters, like, fearing losing their job. And and just, like, heightened because they're all in Halloween costumes. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's extra awkward. But also... You're at the point now where you've watched a little bit of season two. You like all the characters. Mm-hmm. So you don't want anybody to get fired. Yeah. Yeah. And like, apparently like Michael Scott, the boss has known about having to fire somebody. And this is like the last day he can do it. And like, he waited until Halloween. And he says something like, how scary is that? Yeah. <laughs> because it's, it's, it's just the scariest it's thing. Real scary. It's and real scary. What, what is the costume that he's doing? It's like, he's another... got a paper mache, like conjoint twin, like second yeah. head on his body. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, so he doesn't know who he's going to fire yet. And his boss wants the name of who he's going to fire. So he basically is trying to figure it out. He's got no clue. He um, is asking people like, how do you fire Jan? Jan is the boss's name. I fucking love Jan. Jan. It's great that Jan is mentioned in this episode, but isn't in it. But um, anyway, so he has to give Jan the name of who he wants to fire and he like asked Jan's receptionist how to fire somebody in a way they'll still be friends with him. <laughs> Hilarious. My favorite thing is he was bringing people in from the office and he was like, if I told you someone was going to get fired, who yeah. do you think that person would be? Just like, you know, based on performance and, you know, just like overall likability. And I thought that the was Pam really scene with it, my yeah. favorite scene. So good. So he brings Pam into his office to ask her like who he should fire pretty much. And she's like, I just answer phones. And he's like, good point. (laughs) You don't always answer the phones, do you? And she's just like, that's a great costume. (laughs) Instantly forgets about it. So good. The care, the like way, the Michael Scott of this episode is just prime. Michael Scott, all of his antics ridiculous dude especially when he's like still on the phone with the receptionist lady and he's just like i wish i could fire her and she's like i'm still here because like, oh, 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 oh. here's the thing one time at a job i got me and my uh friend i don't want to say his name because i don't know if he wants to be on the internet yeah. but you know the friend who i used to work with there not madison but my other friend i used to work with oh, at, yeah, yeah. at uh this mm-hmm. escape room place mm-hmm. we had this dude who was the fucking worst and he was horrible it was like the worst employee i've ever seen anybody work with he was awful okay and he was a mean guy too and it had a bad attitude and at one point i'm like the manager on on shift right like the person who's like in charge and i'm talking so much smack about this guy but in escape rooms, you can microphone into the rooms. Our microphone was on. <laughs> Jesus. Worst part is the microphone was on and there was a there was a team in there. He was introing the game. Oh. <laughs> so, and you were giving an intro to their to their guide, essentially. And I was just like, I'm like, he is such an asshole. He's <laughs> oh, this, that, God. and the other. Uh, he keeps saying really creepy things to me, trying to be funny, but it makes me think he <gasps> might be like keeping people in formaldehyde. I was saying those, wow. those, because you know me. You're oh, trying oh, to make, you're trying to get a laugh. I'm too. trying. I, I, there, this person. Okay. Both the people in our group that I'm talking about, the friend and this guy were both black, right? Mm-hmm. And the guy who was a jerk made a comment about how the other dude wasn't black because we were being friendly with each other. So he, in the, there was a heated conversation that happened right before all of this. 
understand yeah, that much. That's yikes. Weird. So that's where all that came from, why we were trashing him so hard. But the best thing is I got to write him up because he accidentally left his microphone on. So not only did I talk <laughs> trash to his face, he got in trouble with the job because of it. <laughs> not me. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I just that reminded me of that moment where he was still on the phone with like, oh, because oh, when it ha- when he walked in, he was like, "So what did you say about that?" I was like, "Because oh, 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 I was like, you're, like you're in trouble, Mister." <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, wait a second!" <laughs> you're like, "That was all a test." That's a Michael Scott move, right there. Yeah, for sure. I, I was the Michael Scott of that place. <laughs> God. Oh goodness. I wasn't a bad boss, was I, Cody? Because I was your boss a couple of times. No, you weren't. There's definitely worse. <laughs> definitely worse, for sure. Definitely worse. Um, at least you didn't leave certain stains on questionable areas. Definitely not. Yeah. Oh, God. That That's the time. That's one of my I better bosses. I definitely had a boss like Michael Scott. Oh, really? Hat had. slash have. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but yeah, um, I've had slash have a boss that is that easy to distract as like when that moment with Pam where she's just like, you know, I really like your, I really like your costume. <laughs> and then all is forgotten. I feel like that boss is actually Todd Packer. Do you know that character? Yeah. 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 He's, he's like a nice mix, but worse. I mean, not a nice mix, but yeah, a an mix. evil mix, a mix. But yeah, I just, I just love the office. <laughs> it's slice of life with a little extra fun is how I feel about the office. Yeah. I really like that. I like the simplicity of it too. Like this episode all takes place in a day. Yeah. They all take place in a day, you know? I feel like a lot of their episodes happen in the course of like a day. Yeah. Yep. I, I just love it. It's it's digestible. And day at the office. <laughs> this this is another episode I feel like you could enjoy if like you haven't seen any of the office, but it's just heightened by but the fact. As, yeah. far, as far as like Halloween specials go, I will say this one isn't the spookiest. I mean, no. I feel like the fact that it's Halloween is secondary to what to what it is. Agreed. Where it's really just the man, Michael Scott is firing somebody on the least fucking okay day ever where everyone's dressed up like freaking goons. At least it wasn't around. like Christmas. He wasn't like, oh, by the I way. I think Christmas might be better. Really? Really. Over I, Halloween? Halloween's just know. so goofy. Halloween, you know? I mean, you show up in a fucking costume. But Christmas, you're like, oh, my kids are going to have a Christmas you're, morning. You're oh, already wait. drunk on Halloween, like when you wake up. I mean, guess it depends on who you talk to. <laughs> At I mean, that office? Bruh. Maybe. Maybe. Bruh. Um, what did you guys think of the actual Halloween costumes? I thought they were pretty good. I don't think he spent a hundred plus dollars on that Sith Lord costume. <laughs> <laughs> That's my argument. Which I kind of love about it because that's a very like workplace aesthetic is yeah. like oh of course the basic girl in the front of the office is like i'm gonna be a black cat i'm gonna be yeah. i'm gonna be a sexy cat but like it's gonna be conservative because i'm the very counter lady. yeah very much mm. librarian yeah <laughs> and then i love three hole whole three punch. hole punch guys three hole punches everybody at the halloween party yeah i mean people, he people, three hole punches everybody i mean i wish he would punch all three of my that's holes, definitely a fair. costume i've seen people do three hole punch gym i've seen people do that costume it's a good one it's cute. I'm more of a hanging Chad kind of guy. I want to wear the hanging Chad oh, costume. Oh, from How I, I Met Your, your mother. mother. Yeah. I we're not, we're not reviewing that right now. I don't no. know what's happening. <laughs> Franny, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get to it. Okay. Um, <laughs> what are yeah. some of the other good costumes? Oh, um, there's the Michael Scott racist moment with Mindy Kaling. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say that. I was like, that moment when he's like, you should dress up like a soccer player. <laughs> like, yeah. Very topical <laughs> at the time, but not, mm. not very relevant now. Yeah, and she's dressed as a... Uh, 
Dorothy. She's like, Dorothy. I love your take on Dorothy, which her take like, is ooh, just interesting being, take. <laughs> which is her just being like In- Indian or Pakistani while being Dorothy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's not a take. <laughs> no, that's but not all really right. a take, dude. Uh, is it? I think it's Oscar, and he's dressed as a woman. He's like, "Don't you feel comfortable?" He's like, "I bet you wish you could dress like that every, every day." day. <laughs> he's like, "What do you Yikes. mean?" <laughs> yeah, he's not a great person. But no, no. Um, so basically, the plot of the story is that he calls in one of the employees, Creed Bratton, who is the vampire. And he tries to fire him and then somehow finagles him into firing someone else. Yeah, Creed basically convinces him to fire somebody else. He's like, don't fire me. And Michael Scott's like, okay. And so they bring in Devin. I think that's his name. Oh, but in the middle of that, they have like a interview moment where they ask Michael if he if like if he's ever been hunting. And he talks about how he shot a deer in the leg and then had to kill it with a bat and it took like two hours or something there. And he was like, why do you ask? And then they just pan back to this. I think it was a deer. But yeah. Oh, a yeah. deer. Yeah. Shot a Didn't deer in the leg. Didn't she say deer? I think she I think said, said deer. deer. You said bat. And had and to, kill, then it had to kill it with a bat. Oh, kill it with a bat. It was a shovel. Oh. Oh, okay. We're all wrong here. Wow. Yikes. I was thinking bat because of the next thing we're going to review. Okay. Sure. I know you why. guys remember them. I do. There's an episode of The Office with a bat. Oh, oh, so there Meredith is. Meredith gets rabies. Oh God. Anyway, <laughs> I was thinking like bat. Yes, bat like not, Louisville not Slugger. Bat. Louisville Slugger. You, you can't see, but I did wings, and then I did. And then she a whole manifested moment. herself into a bat. Yes, that's what happened. But yeah, we're still reviewing The Office. Logan, you look like you have something to say. No. No? <laughs> In fact, I have so little to say. I was letting you guys speak. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, I feel like with Halloween specials, it this isn't like really that focused on I, Halloween. I think, I think with this, you should note why. It, this is the reason why it's a good Halloween special. It is not spooky at all. Yeah. And, and it is like something so entry level that anybody can watch it and mm-hmm. enjoy like the festivities of Halloween and still get that Halloween like, you know. That what what would you call it? That that um like that Halloween that cozy energy, vibe. That vibe. Yeah. You can still feel the spooky vibes, but not yeah. something too scary. Yeah. It's like aesthetic, not but not like try to watch the like Lizzie McGuire Day of the Dead special. Oh my god, you won't sleep for weeks. Really? Really? We'll gotta review it next time. Oh my god, and yeah. No. <laughs> the day of the dead dolls come to life. <gasps> that sounds awful. We have to do it. <laughs> oh Lord. Um I think she has she has like one lat- Latina friend and like mm, if she yes. introduces the entirety of the subject on the episode. Ridiculous. I'm like, All right, these people live in California. They know what day of the dead is. <laughs> Whether they're white or not, they know what day of the dead is, guys. You don't need to explain it to the entire white family. Anyway You need to explain it to the white families that were watching Lizzie that's McGuire. That's exactly what it was. She was Mrs. Exposition or says a senorita exposition. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but yeah, he he ends up firing the guy that Creed convinced him to fire. Yep, yep. And then they all leave. What well, tries to give him a gift card to Chili's? Yeah, right? and he rips up the <laughs> gift it's card. It's like for like thirty seven dollars. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like okay. It's like been used partially. Yes. <laughs> um. But yeah, basically the guy's mad at the end and doesn't invite him to poor Richards, which rightfully fucking so. He does not deserve to go get shots. Yeah, and, and this is like kind of in like the whole. It's early in the show, so Jim and Pam like each other, but aren't saying it because that'd be bad. Yeah. Can I tell you the most asinine thing hmm. ever? And sure. I, I was reminded by the Chili's gift card. I knew somebody who worked at a restaurant, and they had a constant person who came in who would get gift cards and then tip on their gift cards, but pay the bill in, in cash. 
What does that do? It, it, it's like the most asshole way to tip because if you tip on card, they're charged like taxes for it. And also oh. they can, they can trace it to like their amount of income. If you give them just straight up bills, they just pocket it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So right. when you pay on a card, it's okay that you're paying the whole thing in card. I mean, people understand that, but this guy was paying the bill in cash and paying for the tip with wow. a gift card. Oh, that's dick. shitty. Just what to be an dick. asshole. Wow. Yeah, er- that's something Michael Scott would do. That's why I thought, why would yeah. he have $37 in his chili card? Because yeah. he's Cause that he asshole literally tipped. Yeah. who used to go to B-dubs and do that. He, he tipped 10% and was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, on, on credit somehow. On like credit. tipping only on gift card. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I will say, this is a good episode if you are new to The Office and you've never seen it. I feel like this is actually a great introductory episode because... You're kind. This is the fifth episode in. You're not really familiar with every single character, so this is kind of a good intro because they go through everyone's Halloween costumes. You kind of get a sense of like the drama inside the office. So this is kind of, if I'm honest, a great second pilot. And this is like this uh, season two is the beginning of when they let Rain Wilson do his thing. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you watch the whole first season, he was, like, muted as fuck. Yep. And the thing is, the reason why he got that part over, like, Seth Rogen and a bunch of other people who tried out for Dwight is because... Hey, Dwight, my dog. I could feel my dog, like, move when I said his name. Oh, did he? Um, he was like... Burp. But um, but the thing with Dwight and why Rain Wilson's perfect for him is that he is able to, like, suspend our disbelief on how ridiculous this character can be. <laughs> In the actual universe. Yeah. Like he's able to be ridiculous, but come off real. Really serious. Yeah. Whereas like everybody else, if they act that ridiculous, it's like, you know, I don't want to keep going back to how I met your mother, but Neil Patrick Harris is kind of known for like playing ridiculous characters and making them seem realistic. Harold and Kumar and how I met your mother and stuff like that. And it's a hard thing to do. And I feel like season one fucks that up. And this is the first episode where you really are seeing him. This is a Dude, good Dwight episode. It's a good Dwight moment with the with you know him him trying to send in his application with his <laughs> amount of martial arts skills on it, or the way he was talking to Paper Mache Michael and begging him to keep his job. That whole thing is like totally like what makes and Rain then, Wilson like the one of the best things to the, the show. regional manager, assistant regional manager. Mm-hmm. Yep. Moment. There's I, I really love the moment where. Michael asks him who he should fire, and he literally goes through every person in the office. <laughs> it's like, you should fire. What about Angela? Even though I'm sleeping with her. Angela. <laughs> I love Angela. Angela is my favorite character in the office. She's hilarious. She's so good. She's I mean, ridiculous. she's funny. Yeah. Yeah, and I think this this show's also... The, oh, this episode is also a good like character building for Angela episode because yeah. she's so like kind of like a background character at first, obviously, but like she's just like pissed about the Halloween party always. And everything like else is going with around the cookies. and like the brownies yeah. and the cookies, like everything else is like chaos, but like I'm just that trying is to understand why you're trying to about. sabotage the Halloween party. Yeah. <laughs> she has one of my favorite comeback jokes in the entire series. And she goes, I think green is whorish. And then you flash forward like two seasons and they're like, what about orange? Because Phyllis, who she's hates is wearing an orange shirt. And she goes, I think orange is whorish. <laughs> it's, it's a great joke. I, I don't do it well. Cause I'm not funny, but <laughs> I really, I really love that moment. So I, yeah. I could see it. I just wasn't expecting it. It has one of the only real. good Pam jokes in the episode where Pam's like, yeah, I bet she gives out toothbrushes <laughs> on Halloween. And you're just like, oh my God, that is Angela, Angela though. She does do that shit. Yeah, I, I like what and, you said and, about this kind of being a second pilot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think the other thing too is the office is just like, unless you're in the real thick of it, you can pick up 
pretty much anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Unless it's like during like a specific. I was going to say maybe not later seasons. I think after the point but of season three, I think or four. season one was so bad that like when people were looking to start the show again, they were like, all right, let's treat this like this is the first episode anybody's seen kind of for like that next whole season. Yeah, I could see that. Definitely. Uh, do you guys have any Halloween costumes that you would have worn to the office? Like what is your like go to like in a rush? This is my Halloween costume. One time Pam dressed me up as Samurai Jack and I wore a robe <laughs> mandals like like not flip flops, but like man sandals like uh-huh. the kind you go hiking in and she made a paper sword. Another time she took an old rug and added it to a Lion King hoodie and I was a lion because I had a big puff of hair and a hoodie that said the Lion King. Oh my God. So my costumes would probably suck. Yeah, I did. <laughs> One year I was a pimp. Uh, yeah but i only was one because my brother was the year before and it was a leftover costume but it was weirder because i was emo at the time (laughs) and i was dressed as a pimp so it looked insane yeah i looked like chris angel like a fat chris angel okay that's unique that's unique from glee (laughs) um i did a work halloween costume this past year well last year i (laughs) I um, (laughs) I was a last. I was a tourist. I wore like you said a tourist. We were both tourists. (laughs) Oh yeah, we were. I was I was wearing my my signature Hawaiian shirt, which you look great in. Thanks, and a white uh, fedora Mm -hmm. and blue pants. Yeah, I wore um cargo shorts. Logan has because I had to wear them for work, and I had to have like something long enough for like my work version of the costume, Mm -hmm. and like a like a tie dye shirt, like a button down like over it a hat fanny pack lanyard lanyard i I went for it i put like a visitor pass in it made it all the night before i feel like that's the costume stanley would pick yeah it's just like low key (laughs) doesn't give a i just want an excuse to wear my hawaiian shirt at the end (laughs) (laughs) oh i love when he goes to fire like um Dwight goes to fire Stanley in this episode and he just starts laughing. <laughs> that would that's my energy at my job if somebody tried to fire me. I would just laugh. I mean, Valid, you, you're probably the only one who knows what they're doing there. <laughs> um I will say I was the king of Power Ranger costumes to I, the point that like I could never rewear one. We always I always had new so spandex cute. every year. I love that. I was a Power Ranger. I was a pink Power Ranger when I was a real fat little kid. I was red and I was, well, I was real skinny until second grade. That's when everything went downhill. But I, I was the red Ranger every year. And then adorable. I branched out for third grade and I was Ron Weasley. And my mom bought me one of those. Like I, it's like kind of like a thing of mascara. Because it has like an application brush and it was like red paint basically and you would put it in your hair. And I noticed apparently I touched my hair a lot because when I got home at the end of the day, my hands looked like I had strangled someone because they were bright red. (laughs) Um, I love that. That's so good. Why would you be Ron instead of Harry? I mean. You just liked Ron? I just liked Ron. (laughs) It's hard to admit on, on the podcast. I'm not, a, I'm not a Harry. Let's, let's, let's be honest. <laughs> you were like, I really wanted to be Hermione, but facts. No, I wanted to be Cho Chang. <laughs> Cho Chang. I'm a Cho Chang <laughs> or, or, or I would accept, um, Luna probably. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I like that. That's cute. 
definitely drink I feel like I'm a crumb kind of guy or a haggard, crumb. which is an obvious choice. Um, uh, Logan yeah. always said, because when me and Logan first started dating, um, I had short hair and he had really long hair. And um, we always joked that we were going to go as Harry and Hagrid for Halloween. We never did. We should have. <laughs> we really should have. It would have been awesome. You need to cut your hair. We would have been. Se- we would have been sexy Harry and Hagrid. Yeah, though. that's important to mention. I had like okay. a cute little pixie cut thing going on, and, and I, he had like so long emo hair. I had long emo hair. You know you what? Just leave Hagrid the same. Hagrid, there's some oh, man. <laughs> you just you know that like his whole hut was just filled with cock meat. You just know it. Hagrid oh, was a God. dirty man. He was, he's just so, I feel like there's so much underneath those pants. <laughs> not yeah, Robbie Coltrane's, but Hagrid's. Yeah, not Robbie Coltrane. Sorry. Mm-mm, sorry, nothing, Robbie. Nothing there. Um, <laughs> not really, sorry, but. What would you rate the episode? <laughs> this one, uh, it's a, it's like a 7 out of 10. 7? It's That's really yeah. funny. Yeah, I'd say a 7 out of 10. It's a good episode, but it's not like in my top office episodes. Yeah, I'd say this is a 9. Oh, but wow, this is in your top. Because th- this is one of my favorite episodes, but it's not a 10 because I wanted more Halloween. I think yeah. Halloween does play more of a secondary identity to this episode, but I really love it. Like, it's barely a part of the identity. Yes, but it's like a nice little, like, oh, it's an atmosphere. It's just, it just makes it more fucked up what he's doing. Exactly. It's a vehicle for the idea of the joke. And I think that when you're doing Halloween specials, you should have a little something. Probably. Yeah, for sure. You know? I, I'm not spooky, so I'm okay with it being like, totally normal and just yeah. like oh this is an everyday office day and i'm fine with that <laughs> who needs joy i like uh going home and just watching real life tv it's just <laughs> like oh they went to the grocery store that's so interesting <laughs> yeah that's that's about where i'm at with tv most of the time unless i'm watching it for a podcast or with logan because he makes me watch good content Oh, so what you're saying is I don't watch good content. Rude. Rude. (laughs) Are we ready to move on yet? Yeah, we are. Are we? Let's take a pause. Hey, looking for more content? Check out CrossCut Cinema where me, Franny, and my friends review movies. Or check out a pilot podcast where we review TV pilots with recording artist CL Blue. Or hey, check out me hanging out with my friends on Average Joe interviews. Socials and links are in the bio. Thanks, guys. And we're back. Wow. And we're back, kids. Time to talk about The Simpsons. Treehouse of Horror 5. Considered to be everybody's favorite Treehouse of Horror. Um, it's not one of my favorites, but I get why at the time it was like super like relevant and yeah. like everybody loved it. Like, for instance, at the time, it was like, what, 95? There wasn't that much dark humor on television at the time. It was kind of the beginning of that with like Beavis and Butthead and stuff following soon after. Oh, do you want me to read the Wikipedia for it? Go ahead. <laughs> Logan just is the Wikipedia for it. I, I was like, that's fine. We can do that. Uh, Treehouse of Horror 5 is the sixth episode of the sixth season. Ugh, I wish I'd been six. Sorry. Um, <laughs> of American animated television series, The Simpsons. And the fifth episode in the Treehouse of Horror series. It originally aired on Fox Network in 1994 uh, and features three short stories called The Shinning, Time and Punishment, and Nightmare Cafeteria. That's all. The so. shinning. <laughs> well, co- you know, copyright strike. Um, yeah. Uh, what was I saying about it before? But anyway. You said this one was one of the favorites, right? Yeah, this is like one of the favorites yeah. because of what it, how it was working at the time and what was relevant on TV and pop culture and shit like that. Like they had, there was very topical like jokes about like the Tony Awards that was like kind of goofy and controversial that year. 
they were like throwing pot shots at that. Um, but the thing with the Treehouse of Horror series is it's become so popular within the Simpsons culture that it's like a whole sublet of fans. There's fans of the Simpsons who don't watch any of the seasons, any of like the current episodes, any of the old episodes. They watch the Treehouse of Horror episodes solely because it is kind of a different show than the rest of the show itself. That's why I think it stands out so much as a Halloween special because it's entirely different than the, the Simpsons series on its own. It also makes that point because it has its own separate entrance where they're like, it's Marge introing it and she's like, Oh, they're saying we can't even show it, blah, blah, blah. And then yeah. it has the really great sound wave portion. Yes, which we relate to because we'd be sound waving all the time. It's true. Most of our videos had sound waves. I really like the um the like title card stuff or like the uh credits. Yeah. The credits yeah. for this. They always it's add like goofy for extra names yeah. for everything. Yeah, it's it's totally like Matt Groening has always done that with these Jurassic Horror specials. Like morbid Matt Groening is like mm-hmm. what do you put as one? And like he always adds like funny names to people's names. It's awesome. It's, yeah. It's super fun. Like, that's the other thing, too, is, like, the the Halloween specials, even though they can get kind of gory and a little, like, adultish, they're ultimately, at the end of the day, like, trying to be fun. Yeah, for sure. Like, there's moments where they're more about the spectacle than they even are about, like, the pot shots and the comedy. And you see that where, like, these these episodes, like, these these little moments are only 10 to 15 minutes long. So they're taking as much time as they can on just, like, crafting the funniness of, like, the situation but they don't have a lot of time for these characters to say things. So it, it, you're really just watching the story. It's not yeah. as much for mm-hmm. the comedy. We, me and Logan actually made Halloween plans based on this for this year. Cause I work on Halloween, so we can't do anything crazy. And we were like, you know what? We're just, we'll just enter the matrix and watch a bunch of tree house of horrors. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I, my favorite is number four. So, but I think that this one's the one that everybody likes. So let's, let's kind of talk about them individually. So the first one was the shinning. What did you guys think of that? hilarious and i actually recently seen the shining like in the past like year to year and a half so it was pretty fresh for me i thought it was hilarious what I did you think cody have, have, you, <laughs> have, have you seen the shining or do you just uh, yes. know what it's about oh okay. I, I have seen the shining and if you haven't seen the shining have you seen ready player one that <laughs> 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 there's like a fucking 40 minute scene of them doing the shining it's during ready player so one bad. anyway really i don't yeah. remember that's funny I'm good. Um, so yes, I actually really thought it was funny. I am someone who, fun fact, even though we do Halloween specials, I'm not a big like spooky person. Yeah. Surprise! You're like very like soft core Halloween. Like you like like the <laughs> you, you like you like fall. Yeah, I, I like I like autumn. I like the leaves changing. Yeah. And then but, like you but, can fuck with like a cute like jack o' lantern or yeah. a cute ghost or like or like you know like those big mm, decorative cats, yeah. those big decorative toy spiders. You know. Yeah. No. You like yeah. You have totally you totally had one at one point i Did remember I? that yes on your little table during halloween we we're playing dnd i remember because like me, me and zane called it mr spider legs and we everybody said that was redundant i must have blacked this out i'm sorry spider blacked that I, out. but yeah I you're definitely like the cutesy aesthetic of halloween yeah not- you said your favorite hanging lights were purple and orange you got a yeah. little bit of that autumn halloween like i, I like a little i'm aesthetically halloween but i am not like he doesn't like experience. to be in fear of things you yeah. don't enjoy the i'm not feeling of adre- being scared i'm not an adrenaline person not but you at like want to wear flannel and like be near a pumpkin well duh. that's about it i want to <laughs> hold a pumpkin tight night yeah um but anyway <laughs> that being said drink your pumpkin spice i I, so with that being said, I have not seen all of the Treehouse of Horrors. I have seen this one before. Um, really? And I actually like this because I'm also not like, 
I like The Simpsons, but I wouldn't go out of my way to watch The Simpsons. No. So I really enjoyed this episode, and I just thought the shinning was so funny. Like, the copyright joke is hilarious. It's so good. Uh, Homer busting through the wall and saying, here's Johnny, and, and having then, to redo it over and, and over And then, again. like, adding different, more topical ones. Yep. Like, yeah, that was pretty good. And then I liked what it said also about, like, they were also commenting on consumer, consumerism, though, in a way. Because they were like, what's a, what's a man in America in 95 going to do without beer yeah. or TV? <laughs> and I think that that's really funny. Like, they're, they're like, they're very tongue-in-cheek, but they do have, like, little hints and messages to tell people about, like, how shitty people are. It's also so timeless. Like, I could see this and not assume it was made in 95. Yeah, the only thing that gives it away is, like, the animation's older. Oh, yeah, I guess. But it still looks good. But Simpsons all looks pretty much the same to me, you know? I think... The newer seasons are a lot cleaner. I think it gets cleaner cleaner. over time. I mean, the first season... I haven't dived too deep into it. I've really just seen it because of you. Yeah. You you show... We'll watch, like, random episodes. Like, I know Sideshow Bob episodes Side are show great. Bob. so we'll watch some of that that's a halloween that's episode in itself yeah you should that that and there are sideshow halloween episode trios of four okay. episodes so okay but i think sideshow bob's a whole separate thing um same with crusty the crab like i like the fact that they kind of keep them out of the the trios of horror stuff it, it more feels like a play they're putting on yeah exactly yeah. and they even they, they treat it that way sometimes yeah. with like different acts and stage stuff um but I think the shinning is actually the weakest one in this in these three. Really? But I still think it's funny. Really? Like, I like the fact that they turned around two different times for the doors and then didn't turn around for Grandpa. I thought that was really funny. Yeah, the shinning was fun, but um, it wasn't... It definitely wasn't, like, the scariest of these. No. There's one no. that's and, genuinely and, like, these a bit scary. These aren't always meant to be the scariest, no. but I just also think it wasn't the most festive one. It was just a horror movie. It all, oh, It was, like in the snow so yeah. i don't feel like i felt the ambiance but whereas maybe. the other two like i could see the middle one you can relate to halloween because it doesn't give a specific time of year and mm-hmm. it's a creepy thing and then obviously the last one is like so horror oriented it's like definitely a halloween episode yeah um but yeah so what would you guys rate the shinning i i liked it i thought it was like a seven out of ten i'll agree i i think it's probably my second favorite of the three i'm gonna give it a six out of ten Okay. Uh, all right. So next on to, uh, what is it? Time and punishment. Time and punishment. Dude, what were your thoughts on time and punishment? <laughs> <sighs> okay. So part of me was like, why is this the Halloween special? And then I was like, okay, like kind of, I just didn't get the spooky vibe. I think the thing is too, is like, they always try to like hit different aspects of horror yeah. with their like side stories. Like I think if it was just like, you know, for a Frankenstein episode every year, nobody would care kind of thing. Right. Um, so I, I think that that's why they stretch a little bit into science fiction too with it, but I still think it's a horror movie because it would be terrifying to be trapped in like a time loop. And every single time you did something, you came back to like a horrifying reality. Yeah. It was like the butterfly effect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the Butterfly Effect Three is a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, a, and it's a time it's a movies like this questionable stress me the fuck out. Like it's just like the littlest thing messing up like everything. Do you like when he out. fell on the but first organism this. that walked on land? Yeah, he's <laughs> <laughs> like probably shouldn't have killed that fish. Oh no, he said, "I wish, I wish, I wouldn't have killed that fish." <laughs> Something like that. 
Um, I just love the stupidness of like, oh, there's no donuts in this world, and then he disappears, and literally it's raining donuts. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it's and raining it was like again. The perfect world, like so he keeps like time traveling via toaster, and um, Homer does, <laughs> and he keeps like fucking up the past, just like ever so slightly, and he gets back to like his new reality, and it's like they're. They live in a nicer house. They have a Lexus, which is funny because I drive an old shitty Lexus. So, so like he goes, I, he goes, and I have an upgraded sedan. Like yeah, <laughs> and like his life was like perfect and everything. And then um, said luxury sedan. That's what it yeah. was. yeah yeah luxury. And then he asked March to pass him a donut, and she goes, "What's a donut?" And he's like, and he's freaks like, nope. the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, he loves donuts. And he goes to leave. And then like two seconds after he like leaves, it starts raining donuts outside. And it's like, this was his perfect reality. If you had a mansion and you were like, not a mansion, but like you lived in like a really nice house, nice car, everything was paid off, perfect life, perfect family, but donuts didn't exist. Would you go back Pass. and change it? Pass. I'm going back. Yeah, same. I would live in it. I'm not that big of a donut without, fan. I can't live Bullshit. Whenever cream. we get donuts, you're like, ooh, is that a jelly? And you and you twiddle, <laughs> you twingle your little fingers together there's, in excitement and then you grab one. There's I like better. Like, I wouldn't want to live in a world without ice cream. I'm an ice cream bitch. No. I mean, no one's suggesting that. You're going crazy. We're talking about donuts. Going off the rails, friend. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You would really be like, donuts, no one needs them anymore. Yeah, I could live without it. What? In that reality, with a nice car, nice house... We eating good. We're not I eating donuts, so we're not eating that. I can live I, without a donut. My okay. If there's I, still cake. So back to Harry Potter. There's still pie. If there, so you know, there's the, the love spell. It's like you smell like th- things according to how you love and who you love, whatever. I feel like one of my smells that would lure me would be a Krispy Kreme donut, <laughs> that movie theater popcorn, and the beach. Ugh. But like a Krispy Kreme donut, I I would give up anything for a Krispy Kreme donut. Right now I'm off sugar. Do you know how bad I'm jonesing for a Krispy Kreme right? in this hole right now? <laughs> I need it. Also, I forgot how much. So like standard glaze, 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Their jelly's really good, but their strawberry icing. That's great. Fuck me up. It's great. It's great. It's so great. Good. The strawberry ice donut with sprinkles on it, yes. dude. Mm-hmm. Fuck me up, bro. Yep. Fuck so me good. up. So tender, so loving, so pure. There's a um, now imagine this. Imagine your fat boy day where you're taking a hot strawberry like glazed donut and you're throwing strawberry ice cream on top of it. That sounds amazing. That sounds ridiculous. There's a a Krispy Kreme right there. Yeah, right. I'm ready. Aren't you just like? Aren't you like? If the stink lines of the donut came through the door right now, you'd see me float Mm. away like after it. You'd see me like flying through the air, sniffing it like Winnie the Pooh after honey. And imagine it's hot and ready. And then there's just like a single scoop of like, oh, coldness. Yeah. Just one. Like it's all a super hot donut. And in the center of it, in the donut hole. Ice cold. Ice cold strawberry ice cream. Ice cold. So uh, you would go back into the toaster and time travel? (laughs) Yes. I don't know if you can tell from a conversation, but yes. I would keep trying until I got into a world where I always had donuts. I would keep like going back and trying to figure (laughs) it out. Um, Anyway, so for time and punishment, I'm going to give it. uh, Oh, I have to mention one other thing. The Ned Flanders like like crazy, insane future (laughs) is fucking awesome. And I love it. The lobotomies and like Mm -hmm. having pieces of their brain. So fucking good. Um, but anyway, the overall episode, I'm going to give this one a 6.5 out of 10. Yeah. I think it's better than the shinning. Yeah. I, I would say, um, I would give it again, a seven out of 10. I think it hits about as good as the shinning to me. I really liked the end when, um, 
he's like, okay, everything's normal. And then they start eating like lizards and he's like, okay, I can live with this. Yeah, um, like yeah. their tongue starts snapping like out just, and shit. He's just ready. And he's know? like, he's just hey, done. whatever. So I think I would give it a seven and a half maybe. I don't know. It's a good one. It's a good one. It's about, I I think I agree. It's about on par with the shitting for me. Yeah. All I, right. I think the, the next one is my favorite. Which okay. is, for any of you want to introduce it, which is? Fuck, I forget the, I forget the name. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Do you remember the name? <laughs> it should have been called school ground beef. You, I think, isn't it, it like, it's like, it's like cafeteria. It's cafeteria something. Hold cafeteria. On. Did I delete it? I probably. It, it reminds it. me of, um, is it supposed to be like a play on um, the one, the one like play? Which play? Sweeney Todd? Yeah. Is it Maybe a little. Like yeah, Nida? I can see it's that. It's called Nightmare Cafeteria. So lame name. Nightmare Cafeteria. I like school ground beef a lot better. <laughs> yeah, I like school that. School ground beef. Yeah, this one is like genuinely scary. Dude, I feel like this is how school <laughs> lunches Horrified. were before before Michelle Obama came in and she whipped saved us kids all those children. Yeah, so She's like, y'all are getting fucking carrots. And everybody's like, thanks, Obama. And it's like, <laughs> but, but you know what? You could be eating one another. Right? So the premise of this one is um, there's been like budget cuts and like the school's using grade F beef. Yes, mainly circus <laughs> meat. In the box of circus meat. So, um, but they have like another problem within the school where detention is being overcrowded to the point where like the kids can't breathe in the room. Like you walk by and you see like, um, a window into the room. The kids are like pressed up against the walls and, um, something happens to where like, there's like a moment in the cafeteria to where like some like meat juice gets on one of the students and they get an idea. <laughs> the administration gets an idea of, um, cooking up the kids. <laughs> As you do. And they kill the German kid and they make schnitzel. Yeah. And they, that and, would not fly today. Not that was hide bad. It too, they're not hiding it too well either. Like they keep using the kids' names in like the dishes. Yes, it's awesome. Like the first one was like a sloppy Jeff or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, or sloppy Jimbo. Sloppy Jimbo. It was sloppy Jimbo. And like <laughs> Bart was like, it's weird that Jimbo disappeared and now we're eating something called sloppy Jimbo. <laughs> Or do you remember when she, when the when the really fat because she had gained so much weight from eating all these children and enjoying it? She's reading how to prepare your millhouse, and <laughs> yes. millhouse is like it could be any one of us. Let's go, <laughs> and it's like clearly going to be millhouse. Like guys, it could be any one of us. Yeah, there. So it gets so bad, and the teachers are all cool with eating these kids. Like yeah. they're like not even trying to hide it. Um, Bart and his sister—I forget her name. Lisa. Lisa. They go to their. That's mom. really funny. Forgot that. That's funny. <laughs> but um, they go to their mom, and they're like, "The school is literally trying to eat us." And they're like, and she's like, "I'm not going to fight your battles she's for like, you." you, you go problems. in there and say, "Don't eat me." <laughs> she's like, "You got the, like get it handled." Uh, so they so nobody's doing anything and. They condense the school all down into one classroom before the millhouse thing. And it's like four kids just like begging not to get into detention. And this kid's like is like shaking in his chair and his pencil falls from his desk <laughs> to the ground and he gets sent to detention. And she's like, detention. He's like, no, no. <laughs> and then you see when he gets to the detention, they're all just in fucking like livestock crates and shit. Oh, and the principal's like, I and then he checks on like the free range kids. I want they're all running, running around, around in a yard, like in a barn area, like in like a fenced in area. After <laughs> Michelle Obama, we're all free range kids. <laughs> 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 this, ep- 
episode is hilarious. This this so one could have been longer. This is I, why I want this one. This to is be my longer. favorite one. And yeah. the other thing is too is so it also leads to the end of like a the whole all three episodes have a tying factor, and that's I think it's Seamus trying yeah. to save somebody and getting hit in the in the back with, with an, an axe. axe. And so I love that in this one they didn't even try, and he like acknowledged that. Yeah, he's like, oh, I should have seen that, and then he just <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. It, it really finished yeah. the joke because I was expecting to be. They incorporated it in so cleverly in the last two. I thought for sure it was going to be like this super like clever moment. And then they just fucking axed him in the bag. So good. I'll save you children. Bop. Just right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This was fun. This was by far the best one. Yeah. A hundred percent the best one. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd give this a nine out of 10. Uh, do, do you guys remember <laughs> how it ended? How did it end? Isn't that weird that we don't remember that? I watched it this morning. Me too. Same. I don't remember. And that's the negative I'm going to give it. Mm. It was it was too short. It should yeah. have been a yeah, little bit more. I had a little been a more a little more conclusive. Yeah, I wish this was a full episode. Eight and a half. This one is totally an eight for me, which is way higher than the other two. Yeah, sure. I kind of want to take it back funnier. and say an eight and a half. Like you're right. I do have to dock it a little bit for it not being memorable enough yeah, at the, the ending. ending and the yeah. thing is we remember how the other two ended what happened i don't remember okay that's crazy let us know we're in, the in a weird if like you know. meat haze we no no it's not that it's just this the highlights of the skit were not the ending it got mm. worse as it started yeah. to conclude because that's they didn't true. have enough time yeah they didn't know how to wrap it up like imagine mm. this if this was 15 minutes of the 22 minute episode like if they only had two clips they should have just had two this would have been really good no sometimes the three minute one works i just think that this plot was too one. good yeah. i think they needed like two really short ones like two five minute ones and then give this one the other like 20 minutes yeah mm. yeah it's good it, it's still good though it was still fun i i still say in whole are you gonna rate like this like in the donut hole no <laughs> i'll <laughs> rate them all rate, together like, but i rated them separately for okay, a reason yeah, yeah. So the entirety of this one for me in my personal like witch tree house of horrors, I like the most. This one has one really good banger at the end, but overall isn't my favorite. So it's like a seven out of 10 for me. Yeah, I'd say it's a seven out of 10. I don't really like, I know the other ones kind of because we've seen some of them, but I'm excited to watch them all. Halloween Dude, four is so good. I'm really excited. Four so good. Maybe next year. Yeah. Yeah, no, we're going to, that's what I was thinking. I was actually going to say that. I was like, if you guys really like the Treehouse of Horror review stuff, we'll do one every year. Yep. And um, yeah, then, you know, I'm sure that people are going to like it though, because this was, this was the most fun to talk about and it's on Disney plus so any, but pretty yeah. much everybody can watch it right now. Yeah. Also, if you guys know a holiday is coming up and you want us to watch something specific, literally leave it in the comments because yeah. we might watch it. You never know. For sure. Yeah, That's like, a great idea. I know that uh, there was one suggestion I got from a friend, and he was like, around um, prom time for kids, you guys should review like prom specials of TV shows. Oh, that's oh, a good idea. I like that a lot. So like around like the April, May section. I yeah, like that a lot. for sure. Do I like, like that a lot. Do Glee like, has like four of those. He, we could do that. Their, their <laughs> thing was like, make sure it's something like super high school-y. Yeah, for sure. And I was like, you know what? I'm kind of hearing that and it's making sense to yeah, me. That, yeah, that sounds fun. I, I like that. that. But Let I, us know in the comments if you guys would like to see We're going to have to prep for that because I'm going to have to find something. We're going to have to find I, something I good already have it. ideas churning in my head. Glee again? Fuck there's me. like four prom episodes there there are just good prom episodes of stuff like i will agree freaks and geeks is totally yeah. gonna be it for yeah. sure i love that episode 
I yeah, love that for episode. sure. The Come Sail Away episode fucking gets me every time, bro. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us on Spooky Month, you guys. Yeah, guys. Oh wait, yeah. no, no, wait. Would you guys give the overall rating for it? Oh, I, uh, I, I gave it a seven. Yeah. yeah. So seven overall. So we're all yeah. it's we're weird. All we all in agreement. We all are in agreement on that, but for totally different reasons. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Cody more liked it as like at like the same level across the board, right? Yep. Whereas I really liked the last one. Like I liked the last one the most. But like, there's a dog whining. Um, He's not whining. He fell asleep with his eyes open. Oh, buddy. Yeah, and then he, he has nightmares sometimes. Oh, so he buddy. makes little nightmare noises. <laughs> he's okay. So cute. Yet? Yeah, he, I think he's awake. Okay, cool. He's awake now. I don't know. He's not in a. He's in a very odd position. He's awake. All right, there he goes. He just plumped over. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Well, you can find us youtube.com slash a pilot podcast. We're also available twitter.com slash a pilot podcast instagram.com slash a pilot podcast and follow us on all social medias hey guys it's cl (laughs) (laughs) kill me um it's weird that spooky month is over already already but not really for us for us we're just beginning because we're we're gonna we're it doesn't matter yeah (laughs) magic obviously things have to be recorded we're we're not live (laughs) where can they find you guys at um you can listen to me and logan on crosscut cinema youtube.com slash crosscut cinema what we do is we review uh two movies in full spoiler review with our two token lesbians Mm -hmm. Woo! and then logan has his own stuff going on too youtube.com slash logan tyler sorry logan tyler music i know it feels bad to be decimated by a more talented person no i'm just kidding uh, but it was good to steal your URL. Anyway, because um, you were here first, but I was here last. Um, last laugh. Last laugh, exactly. <laughs> Twitter.com slash slash laugh, laugh, laugh Logan. Logan. Uh, and to get my hot my hot takes on Trisha Paytas. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, yeah. YouTube.com slash Logan Tyler. I interview uh, friends, everyday people, and talk about the interesting lives on this show called Average Joe's Podcast, Average Joe's Interview with Logan Tyler. Um, also, I'm starting a couple of like short series, different things like that, and you can get all the clips from the podcast you know, like Crosscut and a Pilot Pod, on my channel. It, it's so like the hub. It's basically, it's where everything culminates. It's where all of the trash is left. <laughs> and everything we want to repost for extra views is there. So if you want to listen to a specific story we talked about, it might be clipped over on that channel. So youtube.com slash Logan Tyler. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on all social media at CL blue official, literally on everything. I have a YouTube channel. Please subscribe. I post there every Friday. Um, also I have an album coming out. Woo. It's called Scorpio. Al- hey guys, it's CL. <laughs> Uh, it's out now as we are posting this video. So I'm very excited about that. Um, yeah. All right, guys. It's been it's been lit. Happy Peace Halloween. Out. Peace out, gangs. Bye. Bye. <laughs>